Welcome back to Everything Scary at 3 a.m. My name is John, and with me, as always, is Mandy. Mandy, say howdy. Hello. Hello, everybody. How you doing? <laughs> I'm Milton. I work at the Milton factory. How, how are you doing today? But we are not talking about that today. We are talking about the movies that uh, kind of help define us as as horror, you know, nuts. And uh, one of the ones that I, I remember watching parts of and never actually seeing, this is one of those movies that I feel like I've seen the whole thing because I've heard people tell me about it, uh, had people like go over bit by bit, but I've never actually watched it myself all the way. What? Yeah. I've really? never had a reason to. Huh. Because, you know, I've seen clips all over the damn place. I don't, I don't think I knew that. I just, I mean, it's like, I mean obviously, you... like, we could have a, a decent conversation about it because of the fact that we've seen everything to do with it. And, you know, I probably have... Well, I, I've seen it. But... I've gleaned enough of, of it to, to kind of get the things. I do know that uh, there are very... Um, there's very interesting people in here. There is an amazing twist that nobody ever talks about. You know, there's a whole bunch of stuff in this movie that uh, is one of the reasons why it's defined as a, a classic, but mm -hmm. it's also one of the more interesting ones because... The character that uh, sprung from it was not actually in the first movie. Probably. Yeah, yeah. The, the one of the one of the main <laughs> the main people. Yep. Isn't in it nope. and, until and the very very end, and even then he doesn't look like he should. And it's always the uh, the 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 joke trivia question like who was the person in nineteen eighties Friday the Thirteenth who was the bad guy who was who was the killer and everybody's always like that's Jason but we all know that's not true. But why do we know it's true? Well, because it was directed by a lot of different people who were very good at what they did, starting with uh, Sean S. Cunningham. Actually, he was the only director. It was other written by other people. I made the mistake of looking down slightly and assumed that there were multiple people. <laughs> but it's not. It was only written... Uh, it was directed by one man, uh, Sean S. Cunningham, uh, also responsible for 1982's A Stranger is Watching Deep Star 6, and Here Comes the Tigers, which is a 1978 kind of like baseball teen like kid like thing like bad news bears kind of deal uh -huh. which i'm like you went from here to friday the 13th i am excited maybe because he was just like fuck it i, I mean maybe he was like fuck it before that because I, sure. I, I mean he did sure. deep star six which is of of the the fun like didn't underwatery you? no no that was leviathan that i wanted to do a thing on no no but didn't you have me watch deep star six no i had you watch leviathan I swear there was another movie. I'm sure I did. I made you watch. I made you watch Saturn Five, uh, Capricorn One. I made you watch like basically a whole bunch of different movies on there. I don't even remember those. Exactly. Anyways. I don't know if we actually watched that. We may have watched Deep Star Six at one point, but we probably, probably didn't watch the whole thing because it's not that good of a movie. So uh, it was written by a couple of people, which are Victor Miller, who uh, wrote A Stranger Is Watching, uh, who is also so basically he was the writer to. Sean S. Cunningham's direction of that movie. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and then he also wrote uh, All My Children. He did uh, 215 episodes. Yeah, it's the uh, the, the writer. soap opera. Yeah. yeah, well, I know what so, All yeah, My I mean, Children is. I mean, that's, you could do that, like, that's an entire year, basically. Yeah, because had... it comes on every other day, right, oh, or yeah. something like every that? Every day. Every day. Uh, and then uh, he also wrote Manny's Orphans. Uh, and then we also have Ron Kurz, who has the writing credit for most of the Friday the 13th series. Uh, he also has done uh, Off the Wall and King Frat. Yeah, which was interesting because that one looked like a, a straight up, like, Porky's wannabe sex comedy. Oh, jeez. Like, it looked like uh, I wanted to do Animal House, but I couldn't get any of the people who were really popular at the time, so I did this one. Uh. It was it was really kind of chunky looking. It was, it was ugh. 
Uh, but this one is starring quite a lot of people. Of course, the great Betsy Palmer, who is Mrs. Voorhees. Uh, you would recognize her in a ton of television shows, including Chips. Uh, she was in, like, a, you name a show during the, the 70s and 80s. She was probably in it. Mm -hmm. uh, she was also in The Last Angry Man in 1959 when she was... I mean, she, she was ridiculous. She was a bombshell back when she was younger. I was like, wow. Well, that's she was a surprising. she was a she was a pretty older lady mm -hmm. too, so that makes sense. I just like I was like, oh wow, that's Mrs. Voorhees. <laughs> Holy crap! Yeah, hello, Mrs. Voorhees. <laughs> sure, I'll I'll hang out with Jason. Whatever. <laughs> oh my god, that's awful. No, uh, we also you're have, awful. <laughs> we also have Adrian King, uh, who is in the Psych Experiment. Uh, psych, psychic? Psychic experiment. Psychic experiment, my bad. Ooh, I keep hitting uh, you, this. You need to stop hitting things. Well, get you need it all to, off your you need desk. To watch Jesus. John has a whole... There, there, is, there is one thing that the viewers can't... That, well, the listeners can't see, and that's all the shit that John has around his office. I, I am a very... I like knickknacks and tchotchkes. We're, we're not cool enough to have a studio yet, but we're working on it. Yeah. Eh, no, not really. Anyway, Adrian King, Psychic Experiment, All-American Bully, and The Butterfly Room. And then, of course, a Kevin Bacon. Which is where, you know, everybody ends in it, it, the, yes. the... It's the easiest way to, to get to who was in Friday the 13th with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. But it's like, isn't it like, what is it called? Six Degrees of Kevin Bacon. Six Kevin Bacon. Is it Six Degrees? Six Degrees. You can, if you can, you can get to Kevin Bacon in six steps from any movie. Okay. Okay. I couldn't remember how many degrees it was, but yeah, this is what everybody ends on. Yes. Why? Because Kevin Bacon has been in a lot of movies. You can think about him of Footloose Tremors. We got, he was the, the voice actor for Balto in Balto. He was in Flatliners. Are you serious? He is Balto. And he is an R.I.P.D. Obviously, the Balto one is blowing my freaking mind. Yep. I did not know I'm he gonna was I'm going to double Balto. check that now because it, I'm going to no, no, feel I can really hear bad. It. I can hear it. If, if it is him, like, I could totally hear it. Because, yeah. Yeah, because yeah, otherwise I'm like, oh, great. Now I said it. I can't. Oh, God. <laughs> can't, oh, God. Did I screw it up? I can't yes, take it back. Kevin Bacon. Yeah, he's, wow. That's because, you know why? Because I always think of Jim Cummings. Oh, and Bridget Fonda was Jenna? Yes. Oh, my God. We're going to have to review Balto later. Sorry, y'all. I know you're here for horror, but Balto was, you know, a favorite. Yes, also another movie that made us. Uh, but there was a lot of other people in this movie. He had Ron Carroll, who was in The Producers. He was the uh, the, the Stormtrooper Sid, or whatever the heck the guy's name was. So, in the original Producers. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, the one with uh, Gene Wilder and uh, the other guy. I remember Gene Wilder. Yeah. not cool. Um, we have Mark Nelson, who I remember, and this was an odd one. My mom loved watching the First Wives Club, which had Goldie Hawn. What uh, mom didn't love yeah. watching the First Wives Club, though? Uh, and then she, because she really enjoyed the and don't tell me what to do at the very end yes. where they're singing. Yeah. <laughs> so yes, Mark Nelson was one of the the. I think he was one of the husbands in that one. And then we have Peter Brower, who is you will recognize him from being the auctioneer in so many movies, including. The new uh, version of Arthur with um, uh, that guy who nobody likes. He was no. also in Hop. Yeah, yeah. I know who you're talking about. Who is? What's his name? I don't know. The British guy. Yeah. He was also in Forgetting Sarah Marshall. That same guy. Yes. Yes, yeah, that yeah. guy. God, I hate that guy. He's not even that bad of a guy. In fact, I, from what I understand, he does, like, he tries to do, like... Charities and charities stuff Charities like and stuff yeah, now. Yeah. But, like, he really sucked back then. Yeah. I don't remember what his name is. Anyway, I, I keep so thinking it's the guy from The movie. Darkness, but it's a completely different dude. So... <laughs> Oh my, yes, he is the auctioneer from that one. There's a there's a lot of people in this movie because it became the the start off point from a lot of shows. Of course, the beautiful Camp Crystal Lake, 
the uh, the origin for the land dolphins uh, in uh, several different D and D games with my friends because we made the mistake of listening to God was it was I think it was Jason Takes Manhattan. There's a part with uh, weird sounds outside and somebody said it's some kind of dolphin on the land and it just continued on from there. So we have a lot to thank for this movie. We're gonna pause it here. We're gonna check it out on Hulu. You said it is on it, Hulu, I believe. As of Putting this uh, episode out, it is on Hulu. I think uh, it's on Hulu. You know what? We're going to double check. We're going to double it check it. We'll, it's either we'll on Shutter or Hulu. It. Yeah. We'll, we'll let you we'll know. We'll check it out. As soon as we come back. Yes. Yes. But we're going to... And if you don't have it, uh, you know, you should have Shutter anyway, uh, even if it's, it doesn't have Friday the 13th on it, because now they have For the Sake of Vicious on there. I, oh, I, uh, so go back, good. Go back to our, our uh, uh, Tell Your Right Horror show. Uh, episode. Uh, God, it was, it was like a hundred episodes ago. I, I don't like. even. It was like it was, it was, like it was over a year ago. But uh, that one, I was. We were really excited about that, and it just made it onto Shutter. So definitely check that out. We're probably gonna gush about that movie not after we we're talking about Friday the Thirteenth, but probably on like the internet later. Anyways, yeah, we'll we'll be right back. All right. I had this dream. I'm in a thunderstorm, and it's raining really hard. Sounds like pebbles when it hits the ground. I try to block out the sound with my hands, only it doesn't work. It just keeps getting louder and louder. And the rain turns to blood. It's just a dream. Are you crazy? We ain't gonna stand for no weirdness out here. Hello? you know that a young boy drowned here? Help me! His name was Jason, and today is his birthday. Help me! This place is cursed. Uh, You're doomed if you stay here. Help me! It's not funny anymore! It's not funny at all! Help me! Help me! They're both dead. And he's still there. we're back we're back that was actually a lot more fun than i thought it was but you know what the the interesting thing to me is the lack of what people normally associate with slasher villains we uh, over the top kills uh a lot of nudity and you know just uh a, a completely terrible psychotic killer yeah you know you usually have or like a silent killer most of the time you got you know michael myers you get your your other jason Voorhees. uh most of the time they're quiet uh, and even if they're not quiet, you've got your uh, Freddy Kruegers or your um, your pinheads who are going to re- be running around and they're saying things that are very, you know, either funny or like existential. And this one, this was a clearly mad person, you know, running around who was out acting the shit out of everybody, which I thought was freaking hilarious. <laughs> well, she's an amazing like actress, just so yeah. And it was, it was like watching James Colburn try to talk to, you know, well, Mel Gibson, like he didn't pay back, but... Uh, you know, it's just like, wow, James Colbert is fucking awesome. Yeah, like, the whole time. I was like, this is silly. This is silly. This is a silly show. Uh, but this is, yes, uh, Friday the 13th was, was, this is a seminal movie for a lot of different reasons. Uh, you know, mostly because everybody in this is teleporting around. So it created that little bit of uh, of killer 
you know, pastiche that we had on there. They just teleport. Every single damn person was teleporting. And I, I don't know if that was just because the continuity lady screwed up midway through the movie or if they just literally had the ability to disapparate from one place and reappear in another. I feel like they really missed the, um, they, they really took advantage of the final girl thing, well, the I... final girl trope that they had because the, the original girl who we think is going to be the main person is not the main person. The Alice or the um, the girl from uh, uh, that was banging Kevin Bacon? Alice. Okay, so the, the, the cook girl at the very mm-hmm. beginning. Because we well, follow her from the beginning. We assume that she's going to be the main character that we're going to be following, the, the lead. I do wonder if the, the final girl trope had been put in, though. Because that, that, this is 1980. We had... Um, we had Halloween 78, right? And then you have, you know, this movie. Yeah. Uh, they're following the Giallo movies, uh, you know, the, the 60s and 70s. So I don't know if we had a final girl trope at that point. Now, I think maybe this one helped establish that. Uh, you know, with this one and, and maybe the other ones that came out during the 80s where it was always a woman surviving. Mm-hmm. But, you know, this one, you know, and, and obviously this was the only one that we didn't see, you know, like make out with anybody get naked or anything like that she was involved in the strip monopoly game which if somebody can go ahead and show me how the hell that works no, don't like, don't show john yeah. the way that, that oh no you can go ahead and show it to me if you know i mean like can you can you tell me how you're supposed to strip monopoly because i don't understand it like is it like per hundred dollars you got to take something off is it like you got to strip down is like does does the sock count the same as the brassiere i don't know like, there's, there's a monetary value here, and it doesn't make any sense. There's only, like, what, like, somebody's only going to be wearing, like, eight pieces of clothing? Does that mean you only have $800? How do you get Park Place? It doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Mm-hmm. Anyway, uh, but she was involved in that. She was drinking beer. Or did she drink beer? She did? No. No, I don't know if she did. Maybe she didn't. Because I, I remember uh, Bill she and... the She was... Was she? I, I, feel I don't like, remember. I like, like I wish I had been paying attention a lot on there. I feel like you're looking into this really. Well, really no, hard. I'm, I'm just saying, like maybe she wasn't drinking because they they did try to make her seem as well. Actually, she you know she couldn't have been virginal because she spent the night before with the camp counselor, like the main camp guy. Mm-hmm. So, huh, huh, that is an interesting concept because she wasn't a final girl in the way that we assume final girls are. A lot of the a lot of the. Uh things that you originally think in this movie, which are, um, you know, Jason only goes after kids who are having sex, mm-hmm. right? Well, you would think that the mother would be the same way, considering that's the way that, which by the way, spoiler alert, <laughs> Jason's mom is the killer, which if you didn't know that, I'm sorry about that, but. Well, that's like 40 years. You're, of... you're, you're here for spoilers. Come on. So, you know, you would think that, that, Mrs. Voorhees would kill people for the same reason, but she doesn't. Well, no, because she's she's cuckoo she's for just, cocoa puffs. She's, she's just insane. killing just to kill people. Because remember, she she starts like doing the high pitched version of "Kill a mommy," and I was just like, "That's kind of cool, actually." I I really like that. She was also yoked as hell because she's like throwing people through windows and stuff. She had to have the crazy energy on that one. I mean, how many? She stapled uh, Bill to the freaking wall. Uh, you know, on there, which, how do you not notice that when it's like, oh, wow, it would have been piercing through the door. It, yeah. it had to have been, yeah. unless she's just that good. Good old Pam, just like, and she, she walked over to the other side. She had the, the skewer all the way through the guy. And then she, she snips off the end of the, uh, she, hammer, she just hammers it back. <laughs> just in hammers a it. Bit. Just like, no, no, it works. It works. It's fine. 
But yes, we start out with the main, uh, the first kills that we got out of this one was uh, in 1958, is what they said, because it was like two weeks after uh, Jason had died was when the other two kids get killed. I think uh, so. And that's when she, uh, and I guess that, that does kind of make a little bit more sense now. We see the two kids go upstairs, they start screwing, and like... They, did, they didn't even start yet, like they were literally like about to, they were about to. She was pulling off her shirt though at that point, which I thought was hilarious because she had her, her like stupid little teeny tiny shorts like all the way up like past her belly button. Like mm -hmm. Those were like the high shorts. They were. I was like, what the hell? Those and were the mom had, shorts. That's like that, it takes you 10 minutes to pull your, your shirt out of your shorts at that at point. At that point, like it's easier just to pull them down like and see them below your, below your oh, yeah. leg line. You just pull it out and that's how you have to take, you take off the shirt on top and then you just pull it out from under your shirt, <laughs> your shorts. But yes, uh, she goes up straight out, shanks to some bitch. Yeah. Which, good. Because if you think about it now, they have just witnessed the death of a child. And what do you do? You're still not paying attention to where the kids are. You go up and you screw again. How many times is sex going to lead to death for you? Twice. Twice is what Pamela Voorhees says. Uh, Te technically three times, because well, it was Jason and then the guy. Then well, the I, I count them as one person. Oh, okay. Yeah, just, you know... Jo join, join, joined by penis. Yes. Okay. And they m were murdered, and then it flashes over to... Present day. Yes, which I, is... I use that in air quotes. Present day. The greatest it's day of them all. Where I get presents. 21 years later, which means that this is still... Wow. Because they're like, yeah, no, it happened 1958. And you're just sitting there going like, really? <laughs> Present day. Uh, but yes, it is June 13th. Uh, which we, I, I do need to look to see if June 13th in 1980 was Friday the 13th, because otherwise that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. And if it is the 13th, this is kind of late start for a summer camp, right? Or I don't know. I don't know. Actually, I, like I, I went to late. a summer camp once, and it was like a Bible summer camp. Uh -huh. So it was interesting. Do you remember like what time of, of the year it was? I don't. I, I think my sister used to go to, to like the Girl Scout camp. So like that, but that wasn't like, that was like for two weeks, two, four weeks or something like that. I and know that it was, wasn't, I, well, I, I, don't, was like, I honestly, I don't remember when the hell I, it was. I All was I know like is May. that it was in the summer and it was hot. I, I could have sworn it was like in May or something like that, but man, yeah, you know, I'm probably wrong. But anyway, it doesn't really matter because we get introduced to, uh, I want to say it was Alice was the first one. Yes. But there was, uh, maybe it was Annie. Was it Alice or Annie? I thought it was Alice. It was uh, Peppermint Patty. Peppermint Patty, uh, because that's basically the character that she was. She had the 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 big floofy Jane Fonda, you know, from the the. She was so hair. cute. She was, and it didn't make any sense for her to die. But she is the person who's walking through at the very beginning. Uh, should we see her uh, trying to get a ride from a, a very large uh, trucker guy uh, who like... agrees? Who's like, did you know about the camp? They call it Camp Blood. Yep. Because, you know, there's people that died there. And it's cursed. It's a cursed land. And then we get Crazy Ralph running up on people. And Crazy uh, Ralph is, you know, crazy. You're doomed. Doomed. Best harbinger bar none of, of anyone. Cause he, he... No, I still like the, I still like the dude from, uh, from, <laughs> from Cabin in the Woods. Well, yeah, but he was supposed to be basically that guy. Yeah. Like, but like this guy, at least he was having a lot of fun. I mean, he's like, ah, it's crazy Ralph. Plus, the guy from Cabin in the Woods didn't have a kinky little bike to ride on. 
and drive out of there. True. He looked like it was a blue version of the bike from Pee Wee Herman's, uh, like the movie. Oh, I was and thinking was like, the one from, uh, hmm? oh, I was thinking the one from uh, It. Uh, the original? No, the, the remake. Oh. But even then, that had like a different style. Completely. Anyways, yeah. yeah so I'm, no, honey. All right, fine. Fail. No, okay. It was a bike, all right? It was a bike. It was an 80s bike. Therefore, it must have been. Yeah, exactly. But, uh, they all look the same. He does. He, he probably, to me, he is one of the best Harbingers just because he looked like he was having a lot of fun with his job. Yeah, I agree. He's like, I have to, you know, to warn the kids away from Camp Doom. Otherwise, uh, uh, the tax uh, collector will get on to me or something like that. It's like, we'll lose our grants. Oh, my God. Uh, but he does. He warns her away. Uh, the trucker gets in. He's like, you get out of here, old Ralph. You, you crazy you crazy bastard. Ralph. Uh, and that's when the guy just bikes away like uh, Mr. Rogers. He's super like, happy. That's when... We do have the the uh, peppermint patty has her little talk with the, uh, the the trucker guy, which it seems to be kind of antagonistic. Like I don't know if you could pull that off nowadays. Cause no, because I thought she was being kind of an asshole. Well, I thought she was being super nice compared to the guy who well, got kids like yeah, okay. you you got rocks in your head. Well, she's she's being an asshole like it's an adult, <laughs> and yes, he's he's being an asshole also, but she's. Well, see, to me, he was being the antagonistic he, he one. Is... She was like just like rolling with it. Like, I definitely understand. Huh? You're an American classic. <laughs> she wasn't cussing at him to me. I didn't you know? say she was cussing. Oh at no, him. I'm just saying like he was like you know he wasn't she wasn't directly insulting him. Everything that she was doing was was very light and just trying to roll over it was what I was kind of getting the vibe from because everything she was doing was chill. And she was just like, hey, no, everything's kind of cool and calm and yay, man. You just keep on trucking, uh, you know. We're going to, you know, you bet your bippy kind of deal. Yeah. Uh, but anyway, uh, we do get, uh, this is when we're introduced also to, uh, God, what was it, Discount uh, Rod, Robert Downey Jr. and Kevin Bacon. Actual Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Uh, and then, uh, God, I don't know if the girlfriend was, was anybody. That was Adrian, it wasn't Adrian King uh, who was in that one. Uh, you know what she looked like? She looked like the girl from uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Not Mira, really. Yeah. She didn't look like Margot Kennedy. No. Uh, maybe just because she had it. To me, she did. Anyway, uh, but they're just being a-holes. Uh, Kevin Bacon is sitting in the the big-ass trucks. Everybody has big-ass trucks in this thing. Uh, but sitting in this gigantic truck, making out with his girlfriend while the guy is driving. I don't... Uh, do you do that? Were they making out? Uh, they were doing something. Uh -huh. I think uh, Kevin Bacon had most of his shirt off. Oh. And it was like... Huh. I guess they were like messing around or something right next to the friend, which was just weird. Yeah, but they were having like goofball conversations. Too. Yeah, and then they, they finally get there, and then they immediately start helping the the I guess the guy who's redoing the camp. Um, they, Christy. They immediately his name was Christy. His name is Christy. The Christies owned Camp Crystal Lake. Steve Christy. Yes. Okay, so they help Steve Christy <laughs> pull out a uh, pull out a tree stump. Uh, very easily, mind you. It is not that easy to, to pull down a tree stump, no matter how old and dead it is. Well, and he's sitting there in those teeny-weeny shorts. The smallest shorts. And, like, he's got the biggest, like, mustache and afro thing going on with the gigantic glasses. He looks like a dad. How those glasses didn't... And he was grisly. He was a grisly man. Like a weird... Just, like, old, all... Like an old dad who's tendons. trying to be a new dad. Stringy. <laughs> He was weird looking. He's trying to be somebody else's so, daddy was what was happening. So apparently he did. He was the night before being somebody else's, you know, thing. Which was, uh, who did he sleep with? That was Alice. 
That was the the final girl. So what's the other girl's name? Annie? I want to say it's Annie. Well, either way, so he he ends up sleeping with that girl, and she's a really good artist, which leads to absolutely nowhere. I don't know what the point of her even being an artist was, because that did not do anything for the story. This is when the continuity falls apart, too. So we have the the other two show up, and then she walks away, and the other guy walks into a different area. Uh, Because we have Allison and Steve walking away as discount Robert Downey Jr., Kevin Bacon, and the girl show up. Yeah. Um, that's when he's like, well, tell, uh, you know, the guy who's painting things, Bill, uh, that I don't want him painting that. I want somebody else painting it. I want him to work on the archery area. And I'm like, that's okay. You're getting really complicated here. But he walks in one direction. Alice walks in another direction. And then suddenly he's like runs up behind Alice as she's holding up a, uh, uh, she's fixing something like, for the roof. Isn't she? Like she's put like the gutters. Yeah. She's like fixing the gutters. And then like, they have like a weird conversation about how they boned. And then like, you think like er- you think they boned. Cause he's like, give me another chance. And yeah. she's like, uh, and maybe, maybe, maybe it was, maybe it was an awkward thing. Maybe it was like, a, you it, know, it don't worry. Baby. I'm so sorry. This never happened to me before a situation, but, uh, <laughs> this never happened. Then Alice runs directly from there to the, guy who's painting and then that's when we're introduced to the uh the the third girl the brenda girl who comes out of nowhere because they're all sitting on top of uh steve's like like jeep and like there's like another like the shirtless guy is like right in front of steve like an yeah. inch away with his abs i'm like what are you doing the whole the whole situation was just a little odd. and then it's like who the hell is that chick <laughs> who is she because we weren't I, introduced uh, to brenda at all at all yeah yeah it's like she just she's there and then it cuts over to Brenda trying to set up the archery range, and that's when Ned, the dick... He's a dude. Who's, who's the Robert Downey Jr. guy. He fires a freaking arrow at her, like, three inches away. Yeah. And I was like, what the hell? And then she's like, do you want to see my trick shot? I'm like, you deserve death, sir. You need to die. And he deserved death even more whenever he pulls the next stupid-ass prank that he does. Yeah, which is them trying to set the floats out. Uh, mm-hmm. And that's when he pretends to be drowning, drowning, which that probably set Miss Voorhees right off. And it would have if she hadn't already killed Peppermint Patty. Which she does. Because Peppermint Patty gets a, a ride from her in a Jeep, which comes into play later. It, it, the only red herring that's really, like the only twist really that's in this movie is uh, you assume it's going to be... Uh, Steve Christie, the guy who's running everything, because he also drives a Jeep. We don't see who's in the Jeep, but we see it's somebody who is driving a Jeep. And I will admit, Mrs. Voorhees has, has like very, like at least the way that they had it, maybe it was a different person running around, but that was a very manly hand. <laughs> who, who killed Peppermint yeah. Patty. Who sl- and slices her throat. This is, this is the cleanest kills that I've seen in a long time, except for Kevin Bacon and Bill. Bill, they both got kind of meh. But, uh, you know, like, everybody else is getting throat slashed. In fact, Bill gets oh, his throat slashed. Oh, except for, slashed, the, except you know, for like, uh, what's her face? The, the, the one who sleeps, no, no, the one who sleeps with Kevin Bacon. Yeah. Oh, that's right. She gets the axe to the she face. She gets the axe to the face. Yeah, which was, again, that, okay, see, so that was the, the highest that this movie went, though. So yeah. it wasn't it wasn't picking up a, a girl and using her to beat another girl to death in a sleeping bag. Yeah, because But it was the, still awesome. The only two, like, kills that we actually see are Kevin Bacon and the girl that he sleeps with. Which, again, is such a... You stole the Ned death from me. <laughs> we were I so needed him to die. To that one. 
because uh, I she he does he does a a oh I'm I'm drowning and then you know everybody pulls him out of the lake which was you know you'd think in that situation Mrs Voorhees would have probably calmed down except for the fact that Ned you know faked being you know uh, drowning but you see eight people or well probably five five people immediately rush to somebody else who is drowning yeah being very quiet him. about it yeah yeah to so, save him really none of them deserve death. You know, because there is no child, but we know we see them immediately running over to go ahead and take care of anybody but who's in the water. They weren't having sex yet. No, and I can see Kevin Bacon being killed because of that. Uh, same thing with the other one, but not Peppermint that. Patty or even Bill. Bill didn't get laid. True, poor bastard. Bill tried. He really did. You know, with the strip monopoly. See, if it had been strip shoots and ladders, we would have been able to get through that really <laughs> quickly. Strip clue. Yeah, something. Because, like, monopoly is too long of a game to be stripping to. You get a bad answer, and then you take off three pieces of clothing. Well, I mean, could you imagine that? Like, you're just... And strip clue. Oh, I could see that. But could you imagine trying to do strip... Like, because you'd be sitting there in your underwear for, like, 20, 30 minutes. And you're just like, look, can... Can, should we just either, here, here, here's your properties here's my properties here's your, we all have the same amount of properties either if you land on it a piece of clothing comes off either my clothes are coming off or i'm putting them all back on in 10 minutes man like we're done i'm done with this <laughs> and it's camping can you imagine the bugs oh god anyway and how sticky it is getting back into it Ugh. uh there is a a deep thunderstorm which i always i, I thought was hilarious because they can't they're like flicking a flashlight in Kevin Bacon's eyes like wow look at that thunder coming through and I'm like it, it's... that was the fakest <laughs> what the hell well it, I mean they only spent what like 50,000 or 500,000 dollars in this movie or something, something like, like that. that yeah it's it's. I think it was like Five, 550,000 550. yeah but it made what six, so, 60 six, like almost million? 60 million yeah, 60, 60 million dollars like and in it the created it created the, the franchise that you, you kind of needed on there um we <laughs> Okay, so we get the, the people making out. Ned sees them making out. We get Kevin Bacon and, and his girlfriend making out. Yeah. Ned sees them. Ned's all sad about it for some reason. And then he walks away. And this is whenever he sees Mrs. Voorhees. Which is the one time that we see Mrs. Voorhees running around and it's actually Mrs. Voorhees. I didn't even see her, though. Like I, it was... I saw it. It was a blonde lady. Okay. Yeah, I didn't even, I didn't even really see her. All I know is that... It, I mean, it was her. I mean, it was I mean, well, her. I, I know it was her now, but we don't know who. Uh, throughout the whole movie, we don't know who Mrs. Voorhees is until the end. I'm actually okay with it with the way that they introduced her. Really? I'm actually okay with that. That drives me I'm nuts. I'm actually okay with it. I, I didn't think I was going to be, but I got okay with it. Uh, Ned's dead. Uh, then we have Kevin Bacon. We have the weird blood drain scene with the girl, which was, I guess, the inspiration for Phoebe Cates get, doing her thing from Gremlins for no reason. Like, I had this weird dream oh. <laughs> about the rain the turning into blood. And you're like, okay. And then they're like, let's go have sex. Yeah, that's the best way to make you take your mind off that rain. Banging. Banging. Banging bacon. Bacon bang. Bacon bang. Uh, no. That's... that's awful. And then we see bacon butt. Yeah, I actually did point out that I was like, oh my God, is that... That's Kevin Bacon's back is has has a lot of a lot of back cleavage. That's interesting. Wait, that's his butt. That's Kevin Bacon butt. It's Bacon butt. And he kept saying Bacon butt for the for next like, like five minutes. I just kept saying, but it's fun to say. It's a fun word to say is Bacon butt. Yeah, y'all say Bacon butt. Uh, and then we had a, a, a good point. So uh, they bang. Uh, the storm is coming. We see Ned with the the throat slit, which it was it was 
such a basic bitch way to go. The motherfucker deserved death, but like he really should have been like further along. Who Ned? Yeah. We didn't Oh yeah, yeah. Like, we it didn't, like we didn't actually see his death. We saw his body. Yeah. We get a lot in fact, we get a lot of of off-screen kills in this movie. Mm-hmm. Like uh, I said, the only kills that we see are um, Alice or Annie or whatever her name is at the beginning. Peppermint well, Patty. Well, we see Peppermint Patty. We see Kevin, Kevin Bacon, Bacon. And then we his, see the his, girl. His chick. Uh, we see, well, no, because we also see, well, I guess, well, yeah, I guess so. We don't even see Brenda. Because, yeah, because she just gets thrown through something, which I don't even remember what happened with that one. Uh, and then um, we get the uh, the bit with, uh, yeah, Bill dying off screen. God, that's weird. That's weird. There's a lot of off screen kills. Uh, but Maybe this, it's cheaper. I mean, definitely, especially since Brenda was still alive when she got thrown through the window. Which, which is, technically, I don't think she's she was like supposed moving, to be. She's moving an awful lot there. I don't think she was supposed to. Just be give alive. her, give her a second to <laughs> sit still, camera guy. Oh my god. Uh, but yes, at this point, um, I think we're we're cutting back to Steve at this point or something. I don't really remember what it was. I think it was. Uh... Well, so Steve had already left a campground earlier before the thunderstorm even hit. Yeah, that's hit. right. Well, we do we we do get the Kevin Bacon kill at this point because that was when uh, Marcy gets up. Marcy, I think it was the one, which I think is hilarious because we had Peppermint Patty at the very beginning. We got a Marcy, but uh, Kevin Bacon's girlfriend gets up, goes to take a shower or something, and Kevin Bacon gets. This is the the part that we were trying to figure out how they did. Yeah. With the the Kevin Bacon thing where the 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 knife goes straight through his neck. It was like it was, it was one of so the arrows. Cool. Like oh, it goes, oh, it like it was the arrow. So the thing about that that weirded me the hell out was the fact that, you know, those arrows were kind of long, so she had to have just taken the chef. But like, what if you you, you break that thing in half? You you got to like lever it in through the bed. Yeah, like how did through how the did she spine, do that? How did she do that? Out of the neck. I mean, it, it's she's too strong. She hell like I, like I said, if, if she had been there in Grenada, it wouldn't have lasted you know eight minutes what's or that, whatever. What's that webtoon or whatever that you found with oh, Jason? The, uh, there's uh, camp counselor Jason or something like so, that. So it's Jason Voorhees and, and adventures with his mom, and well, it's adventures like period. Oh, okay. Like there is well, a part his, with his mom. There is a part with his mom, and she like takes off her her mom's sweater, and she's like super jacked she's underneath. Yoked. John keeps saying yoked. Swole. She's super like stacked in this, and so buff. they're like they're like both really buff. And she's like, "Let's go, let's go kill some people." Woo! And it was just, it was she. Was it, she looks like a bro. It's she, funny. She was like, "Yeah, she reminds me of the lifting granny from that one." Thing. <laughs> yeah, and she's it's just time to lift. Anyways, that's on webtoons. If anybody wants to wants to look at it. Uh, but uh, yes, yeah, so then we we see uh, Kevin Bacon die. Uh, we get the girlfriend dying with the axe to the face, which was pretty interesting. Uh, we then switch over to uh, the rain is still coming down. They were doing the the strip uh, monopoly, monopoly, and that's when the win- the like the door opens up, and she's like, "Oh no, my I left my cabin window open," which I don't think she left that cabin window open. I, I'm pretty sure it's not in there, but uh, well, at- she didn't even go to her cabin. She went to the bathroom. Well, she there's a, a sink in the cabin. Oh, I guess in yeah, their like cabin? The, in that cabin there oh. was a sink for it, so her to like brush her teeth and stuff. I hmm. guess that's cool. But she goes over there, and then she lights the brightest goddamn light ever candle, the candle. But it was it was shining light from a, a very interesting area. But she lights it up, and then she we hear the child screaming out there like, "Help! Help me! Help me! I'm, help me! I need help!" Which which you know we find out later was the creepy voice from Mrs. Voorhees. Yeah, and then that's when we get the uh, the lights turning on. 
on the uh, the the archery field, and then it's you know stops. Then we got we go to Steve drinking his coffee, and then coming back. So he was drinking drinks his coffee at like uh, a, at like a cafe or yeah. something. And then it was like a weird like a weird conversation between him and the lady that works there. Um, Steve's just a weird guy. Like he just gives you a weird vibe, and I guess that's the whole point. Mm. Is like he's supposed to be a weird guy and make you suspect that it may be him. And this is the point when we also see that his jeep. Uh, has the the top on yeah so he also says in and the interesting thing to me is that he says uh i've got six camp counselors there even though he assumed that uh the uh peppermint peppermint patty lady was going to show up like he, so he was hoping yeah he was hoping but he only said six so he knew that she was already dead too i'm all, all that's what i'm saying steve knew steve steve and mrs Voorhees set this up i For mean what? she was I a friend know. with the christie yes so but we and she was a former worker, so of course he would call her up to have her come back to the camp. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, which is why she should have had more screen time. This is this is getting dark now because nobody expects her to do that We're in the scary place. So why wouldn't they have her in there? Well, they they, why they, they he should have called her? You know what would have been funny is if Annie didn't show up or, or Peppermint Patty didn't show up, and then he had to call up Mrs. Voorhees because she was the can she was the she cook. was the cook. Yeah, yeah. that would have made more uh, freaking sense. It would have been crazy, and yeah. she would have shut. Well, yeah, but then you you couldn't have the people trying to sleep with each other because you know nobody wants to sleep around like somebody's mom wearing a turtleneck. People probably would not care. You'd be surprised. It, it's a giant turnoff, mostly because of this movie. People just assume any woman who's running around yeah, in a turtleneck yep. is gonna be like she's throwing gonna bodies me. through things. She's gonna kill me, and she's gonna do it in a terribly strong way. She's gonna lift me up and break me, make me humble. She has uh, put me in the camel clutch and then she, throw me down a well. She eats protein every day. Oh, Jesus, Thir- um, thirty-two eggs in the morning. He he gets like he drives his his little jeep out. It gets stuck because it has a trailer on it, which I'm like, I don't under why does it have a trailer on it? Uh, so he has to have one of the cops drop him off back at camp. The cops drive out there and something happens like he gets called away on like a I, I guess it was a car accident yeah it was something. like three people were stuck inside or something like that so like he had a head on yeah collision? it was crazy yeah. and it's like oh okay cool and so like steve gets dropped off and he's like super just peeved about the whole he's like oh goddamn people causing a head on collapse and i have to walk <laughs> back in the rain I this is walk bullshit back um and that's when uh, he was walking up. I was like, oh, hey, it's you. What are you doing out in this? And she just shanks Steve. Because she obviously knows him. That's why it should have been in the damn movie. Anyway, okay, go ahead. I'll okay. say all this after. Uh, so at this point, they've uh, we've got uh, Bill and uh, Alice are the only ones left. Uh, Bill being the, the painting guy at the very beginning. Uh, poor Bill in this movie. He's, he's trying real hard. And he's, he's not getting anything on it. They go to check for the, the phones. The phones are all disconnected. They go to check to, for Brenda. Her, you know, there's only an axe in her thing, which didn't make any sense because the axe wasn't used Wasn't even on, for Brenda. Yeah. Um, then the power goes out. So that's when they got to light up the, uh, the, <laughs> the little propane lanterns and go find it. And that's when Alice decides to sleep. Which I was like, okay, I guess she's just taking a nap now. Mm-hmm. Uh, Bill gets shanked in the darkness because Mrs. Voorhees is a friggin' ninja, even though she's wearing like, you know, 20 pounds of wool that are soaking up water like you wouldn't believe. <laughs> and she comes out dry. And then, 
That's right. That is weird. Mm-hmm. She's running around in the woods in the middle of this downpour with a just rain. And she's just like, yes. <laughs> Maybe that's why nobody could hear her because the wool was soaking up all the sound. It was like <laughs> squish, squish, squish. Uh, but um, she. Uh, uh, this is when Alice wakes up. She runs over to the the generator to find Bill. Uh, can't find him. That's when the door closes. We see that Bill's been just stapled to the wall, basically. pin cushioned up in there. Uh, she freaks out, runs into the cabin. She ties up the door that opens out, and then begins to pile stuff up against it. And that's when <laughs> she's like, and she's like tripping balls. And so she's freaking out when a dead body gets slammed through the window. And this is when Brenda's still alive. If only she had helped her. Uh, that's when uh, Alice gets so freaked out that she easily moves everything aside and takes the uh, the lock off that she has. Goes outside and there's a Jeep, thank God. And it's, hello, I'm Mrs. Voorhees. How are you doing today, dear? And she's just like, <laughs> It's like, I can't help you if you won't calm down. What? Oh, there's no dead people in there. Let me go ahead and check it. And thank God they didn't remove the body. Because that was what I was scared of. I'm uh-huh. like, so Mrs. Voorhees waited until the girl saw her light, ran in and take out. It was like, no, no, they didn't do that. I was like, oh, thank God. But we do have Mrs. Voorhees doing the, so young. Oh, my. I was a camp counselor here for once. I was making sandwiches for the children when my <laughs> child was dying. I don't know why she turned into uh, Shatner. Shatner. But I would have loved that. And then I was a rocket man. Rock it man. Uh, but uh, yeah, <laughs> Pamela Voorhees starts having a freak out uh, and actually starts having a uh, slow dissolve with the dead child. And it's like, it's, mommy, mommy, help me. And it was like, yes. Yes, Jason, I'm coming. I'm coming out. And, and that's when Alice, Alice is, is like, like, what the fuck is going on? No. I need to go. Oh, God, it was you. Oh, then she runs away. And then. This is the worst part because there are. How many times does Alice beat the living hell out of Mrs. Voorhees? I think Voorhees? three times. So we. No, two, two, two or three two times. Two or three times. Yeah. Because we. No. Yeah. Two or three times. Yeah. yeah holy crap. Three times. Because what happens is. Uh, Mrs. Voorhees goes out, pulls a knife, which she's got a nice little sheath under that, like 80 pounds of fucking cardigan. That, she, that was uh, a machete. Like, that, no, the first one was the, was the, uh, just the knife. Oh, she yes. Just, she, she has pulls a big, out, a big butcher knife or that's something the, like that. That's the Bowie knife. Yes. She's got the shanking knife out. She Bowie. pulls that out and she's about to, you know, CQC Alice there. But thankfully, CQ, freaking Alice knows how to use a poker, beats hell out of Mrs. Voorhees and doesn't just continue to beat her. Which I think any normal person would do. She doesn't. She hits her twice, and then she like runs out. And then Mrs. Voorhees, who has somehow lost her ability to absorb damage, like a freaking Sherman tank, gets up and starts chasing her. This is when Alice runs over to the running car, sees the dead body in there, and oh no, I can't take the car now. Then she runs and she like goes to the rifle range or something. They have like thirty rifles in a room. And, like, that wasn't the thing that you immediately went to at any point in time uh, when you couldn't find other people. It's like, exactly. We can't find people. You know where we should go? Over to the hutch with all the rifles in it and load up. Because, yeah, they've got a shit ton of rifles. And make sure that nobody else can use them. Or something. My God, that was insane. Uh, uh, that's when uh, Mrs. Voorhees turns the power back on. She chases Alice into the, the, <laughs> the armory. Uh, that's when Alice chucks the rifle at her, which causes Mrs. Voorhees to go, you know what? It's, you know, 
like the hands time and she <laughs> she starts wailing on her like slapping, slapping her, the like, shit, tenderizing that meat respect or discipline you're getting both like just whapping backhand front hand all the hands it just 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 rolling it and then she just slaps hell out of her that's when alice hits her in the crotch with the uh <laughs> the rifle which mrs Voorhees has, has bigger balls than any other man in this thing so that that was painful for her uh, it, it hurts whenever a girl gets I'm kicked i'm just saying in, in it was the, it was interesting she's got a lot of crazy armor on it's all i'm saying no, she, okay. that was that had to strike her through eight inches of wool and it it shouldn't have had any impact at that point uh, but uh um that's when mrs Voorhees starts doing the uh that i'm coming i'm coming jason yes i'll kill her i'll kill her don't worry jason's like mommy and she starts doing the, yeah, so the hyper voice uh that's when um cow okay so this is this is the that was so four times so four times, because we've got, uh, this is when uh, Alice runs back to the main cabin and hides in the pantry. Yes. And then uh, Mrs. Voorhees gets a machete and then starts, finds, a, yeah, starts breaking down the door. And then. Uh, unlocks the door, opens the door, and is about, like, tries to go after Alice. And Alice, like, smacks the shit out of her with the frying pan. Because cast iron is good for pretty much everything. Yeah. Uh, so uh, she sees that there's a little trickle of blood coming out of Mrs. Voorhees's head and doesn't continue to beat her with the cast iron. She's like, oh, she's down. Ah, uh, huzzah. I have won again. And there has been no other point in this, this entire 20 minutes that I've been running away from this woman that she has been beaten and then stood up and attacked me again. I, uh, I, there see no pattern of peering. Uh, at this point. She runs to the ocean, and that's when Mrs. Voorhees it's shows not the up. ocean. She oh, runs the, the, to the lake. The lake. It's I, literally called Camp Crystal Lake. I'm just saying. It was it was a clear, she, crystal she, clear lake. She's she sitting there. Runs she runs into the lake. Mrs. Voorhees uh, has somehow lost her ninja-like powers of being able to sneak up on people. Yes. Uh, I assume it was Locks her with an oar. It was the sand. It was the It gave her away. Mm -hmm. uh, the, the lake hates the Voorhees family. It's been trying to kill them for years. Uh, that's, uh, uh, yeah, blocks with the oar. That's when Mrs. Voorhees picks up the oar and tries to, to stab Alice with it. Uh, Alice, unfortunately, gets a hold of the knife and uh, shanks Mrs. Voorhees. Oh, no, takes her head off. Yeah, no, yeah, it's a machete. So she yeah, takes, takes the machete the, and the machete she off. chops her head off. And uh, that was, uh, that was actually hilarious. Yeah, because she, like, reaches up to try to grab her head, but it's not there. I so was like, it, it, I don't think that, okay. And that's when Alice decides at this point, uh, it's time to just float in the water. Yeah, uh, no and, one's going to get me out here. And then we have the famous scene, which everybody thinks, you know, I always thought that was the end of the movie. I thought that jump scare was yeah. the bagul of it. Yeah. It is not. It is not the end of the movie. It should have been. It should have been, because that's when uh, Alice is awakened by the cops on the shore in, the, in you know, the noonday sun. And in, the, in the hospital bed. The the grody Jason comes out of the water and oh. grabs a hold of it. Alice first. Yes, sorry, yes, yes. That's when she wakes up and is given three milligrams of Valium, which I'm like, you're trying to have a conversation with this woman. Please don't shoot her up with drugs, mm -hmm. like straight out. Like, I get it that she's... But she just woke up. She freaked out. She woke up and your immediate response is she's not being hysterical. She's like, oh, I'm in a different place from where I was before. Quick, give her drugs. I she can't like, remember anything. Shoot her up. She might attack us. We don't know. I don't like Yeah, that was stupid. That would have been hilarious if Alice got blamed for all that shit. Like, and then she killed Mrs. Voorhees, a pillar of the community since the 1950s. 
<laughs> she used to be a cook, and her poor son Jason died, she gave, and she still was a was a pillar to the community. She gave so much to the United Way every year. She was, she was one of the safety inspectors. She she helped. She was, she was like, oh, oh my god, she was Mrs. Universe in in nineteen whatever. She was the. Uh, <laughs> Because she was, like, buff as hell. She, oh, shit. She like, no wonder. That would have been hilarious See, if they retconned that part See, in there. you get it? You get I it? get it there. Okay. Yes. But, no, and that's when when uh, Alice has the weird, like, oh, but... um, Did you find this, the, the, the boy? The little boy. Ah. It, it, no, there was nobody else there. Are you high? And it's just like, no, he's still there then. And, then and it, she just, like, looks off into the distance. Da, 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 da. As we see the... Uh, <sighs> the the lake and then there are ripples and it's so funny because a lot of people were thinking like i look online and a lot of people are like oh the ripples mean that jason's under there i'm like the ripples mean that there are fish trying to get flies or something that are landing on the water like have y'all never been to a, a, a lake. lake at all my god i'm surprised that anybody was able to have film out there what with all the mosquitoes <laughs> like ugh. but yes that is how friday the 13th the first in a very long line of friday the 13th movies ends it uh, does happen on Friday the 13th, but no, there is no Jason. So what do you think of it, honey? I, I wouldn't say give it a, a uh, we rating. Can't, we, can't yeah, we can't rate, rate it anyways, anyways. yeah, because they're the originals. So. But, but what do you think? Did you like it? Did you not like it? Let's just do a yay or nay on this So, one. I'm eh. I'm eh on it. Because I think there was, considering this was such an earlier horror movie, there's a lot of things that I would fix with it, obviously. There's a lot of things that are amazing with it and that really i think made the mold for a lot of the other horror movies that we have now so i'm eh. well my thing about this one was one we we have kind of in our own headcanon created uh buff mrs Voorhees. uh but the thing is is that nobody really goes into like they always talk about like oh it's a you know, female-centric movie with like a uh, a female you know horror villain, horror slasher villain, da da da, and they they or they try to say like ah oh, the final girl and the the slasher is always a guy, but it wasn't in this case. Mm -hmm. And this is this is the ancient slasher DNA of the movies. Yeah, you know, yes, I understand that that Kane Hodder is the best Jason, and you know was running around rampaging through you know hundreds of camp counselors later on, but that's. You know, this one had a normal woman who just seen way too much shit and, you know, was lamented traumatized the, by it. Yeah, lamented the death of her son. I just wish that it, she would have been in the movie more. Oh, I can see that. Because nobody expects her. I, I, nobody would have expected her. I, I can understand your feeling on that one. I disagree. I think she did a great job showing up when she did. Uh, mostly because it's such a, a out of the side there and nobody expected it because why would you expect like yes we do now know that Pamela Voorhees is the killer but if a movie going audience in the 1980s that would have blown them away true especially yeah. since they had seen this woman in a lot of other shows yeah you know that would have been the thing you'd be like oh it's the mom from and probably like, oh no she's gonna you know? die it'd be like halfway through uh like a, a movie from the 90s and the uh the mom from seventh heaven comes out and it turns out she's the murderer you just wouldn't expect it that is true you know and it's it was such a, a twist i mean you know and then you had 
the you know Kevin Bacon not acting. Everybody in this this thing was terrible acting, and then you had <laughs> Pamela Voorhees just dancing her way around those it people. Just outacted like, everybody like a 1940s star. Like she was like, and they kept making like Bogart and uh, you know uh, Elizabeth Taylor jokes and mm-hmm. stuff like that. They were they constantly were imitating these people, and then you have her like. Straight out giving one of those portrayals from like the golden age of Hollywood. And she's just like, holy shit, that's amazing. And she's you, you so know, good. It was great. It was great to hear. And I was like, wow, this is really good. But yeah, I can see a, a, a lot of glaring problems with this. Um, I'd say they did it great on the budget that they had. I mean, obviously, they, they made their money back like 10 oh, yeah. freaking fold or 20 fold or however, Some, however how many much. Fold, yeah. yeah. But, uh, you know, the thing is, is that I could have used a little bit more imagination in the kills. I realized that this is the 1980s, so they're going, what did they have? They had, like, Suspiria and a couple other movies to go against. You know, the first Halloween movie had just come out two years before, so you didn't really have to worry about those things. Uh, I did like the Kevin Bacon kill because, you know, I had to sit there and wonder how they did that mechanically. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, but then I was like, well, you know, physically, I don't think you could probably push an arrow through a dude's neck like that while he's just sitting there but there's a whole, holding him on one side. There's a whole lot of physical stuff that is kind of silly in horror movies right. regardless. So, you know, what? And, and she's just running around throwing these people through windows. I mean, that can't be easy. I don't care if she's a 98 pound woman who you're chucking. It's still 98 pounds of dead weight <laughs> that you're having to chuck through yeah. a, a freaking window. You know, it's it's like five feet off the ground. Mm-hmm. That's the other thing. She's, she's deadlifting that girl and just pole vaulting her through things. <laughs> she's like, it's All like right. a javelin throw, just there chucking that go. girl at her. Well, you know, Brenda wasn't dead, so maybe she's like, okay, Brenda, on the count of three, you're going to jump, okay? Ready? Like, One, two, three. Okay. Ah! I'll go. I'll do it. What? Uh, yay. <laughs> With her arms outstretched. Uh, <laughs> like Trinity in the Matrix. <laughs> just right through. Uh, but, you know, this one... I, I like this movie. I really do. I'm glad that we finally I'm sat down and watched it. I'm glad you finally watched it, yeah. Um, I got to make a lot of jokes about this one, too, because there's enough dead, like, nothing happening kind of stuff to where you can just calm down and relax. We had to keep going back and forth on it because of the fact that we had to stretch out this episode <laughs> because it's pretty much everybody starts dying right off the bat. Straight out. So, yeah. But it's it's a good show. Like, if you haven't seen it, uh, I really do suggest we did watch it on Hulu, so you can definitely watch it on there. Uh, you know, go watch The Sake of Vicious if you want to have an actual, for The Sake of Vicious, I'm sorry. Uh, if you want to uh, see, you know, some actual ass whooping. Uh, but uh, this one was good and solid, you know. For The yeah. Sake of Vicious, was like everybody was, you know, Mrs. Voorhees. Just, just a whole bunch of Canadian Mrs. Voorhees is running around <laughs> whooping everybody's ass. I do still want that damn motorcycle helmet. Oh my god, that was cool. But anyway, um... I suggest you guys watch it. Uh, you know, if you, you loved it, you hated it, or if this is not worth it to you, let us know, because we'd love to hear that. You know, if that's that's something you don't think this is, the, you know, a great movie, or if you think it is the greatest movie. But, you know, don't tell me I'm wrong, though, please, because I'll cry. So you can tell John. John You're, will be okay with it. Yeah, tell me that she's wrong. It's fine. Yeah. I'm, I'm, I, I'm good with that. I just won't listen to it. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, reach out to us. Let us know. ESAT3AM at gmail.com. That's going to be the main page, or the, the main email main page is esat3am.com at esat3am is going to be the Facebook and Twitters and probably the Instagram depending on what's going on or you can leave us a voicemail anchor.fm forward slash everything scary at 3am we'd love to hear from you and I guess we'll see y'all in the next one where we do something else that's uh because we're, we're going to continue on doing some more originals for this month heck yeah Woo! Right. we will see y'all then yep see you soon bye